Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Women in Confidence. So today I am flying solo, which I know is not something I do very often. Um, the format of Women in Confidence is definitely interviewing incredible women. But today I want to share my experience of embarking on a week-long digital detox. So I decided to take a week off social media, which I know is not very long. I'm aware of that. But we all have to start somewhere. And I think to me, a week seemed achievable. It, it felt like a period of time that I could step away without having a huge impact on my audience and my businesses. Look, I didn't really plan it out. Let's be honest. I just decided to go for it rather than apply any thought or logic to it. And that probably says a lot about my personality. Although don't get me wrong, it wasn't a complete holiday as I'm still, I still have work commitments. I have my job and I have my businesses and I, and I love my job. So it wasn't terrible that I wasn't on a full holiday. Um, but the decision to take a step away from social media was just something I felt was the right time to do. And it also opened up a whole world of possibilities, which I'm going to talk about now. So let me just give you the info on where I was with social media. So you know the sort of the baseline. Now, I love TikTok. I I went on to TikTok because one of my guests, Linda Udalu, was she was on there and she was like smashing it, like 3.6 million downloads or views, et cetera. And so I got into TikTok and I love it. I think it's a really great space. I love seeing what people are up to what is cool, what works, what doesn't work. Um, for me, what works and doesn't work. I find it really fun and accessible. Look, it's not a place where I necessarily go to get my education, although most kids seem to do that. Um, but was I addicted? Uh, probably not, but I just enjoyed it. It's like uh, something I do in my recreation time. So I was definitely reaching for TikTok on my phone when nothing much else was happening. And I'm not easily bored, but I was quite surprised by how often I was actually reaching to my phone and just finding myself locked into TikTok and perhaps losing quite a bit of time. I'm also on TikTok and Instagram for this podcast, and I found it been a great way to reach a wider audience. And also, I've really enjoyed it unleashing my creativity via both TikTok and Instagram. Like I'm not one for doing Instagram lives or many videos, actually. No. videos and really not my thing. I'll do them, but I'm not massively keen on them, but just creating all the posts and all the content and all the wording has been really enjoyable. And I still love writing the posts for those and creating all the content in Canva. And I have also just launched a business uh, called Boom Podcast Agency. And that's really to help women get onto podcasts such as Women in Confidence, but you know, the squillion other podcasts that are out there. And social media is a really good way of promoting my services, reaching a really global audience of, of women who are really sat there thinking, I quite like to be on a podcast, but I don't really know where to start or I haven't got the time to, to do all the admin around it. So that's why I sent my business. But yeah, when I said I hadn't planned really on how to take this week off uh, social, I really mean it. I hadn't really thought, oh, Vanessa, hang on a minute, you've just set up a business don't you need to be on social telling people about it? But anyway, let's just go with it. It's too late now. I've already started it and I finish it next week, which is great. So taking a week off when launching a business, I reckon we'll probably receive quite a lot of scorn and ridicule from business coaches and mentors. So if you're one of those, um, you know, scorn away, ridicule away. But to paraphrase Coco Chanel, uh, she says, well, one must always be different. So why follow the crowd? Do something that suits me. So 
if you really thought about how much time you spent looking at a screen on social media, media, uh, anything digital, well, I think you'd be, you might be quite surprised. I, I don't know about horrified, but you'd be quite surprised about how much time you might lose in your phone or on your uh, desktop. Well, I, I actually did. I started to do a bit of analysis of the time that I spent on social media, you know, sort of in Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you know, LinkedIn, those are my major platforms. And I realized it was way more than I wanted it to be and was probably right for me. And as I've mentioned, you know, I, I wasn't addicted. I'm not addicted. Um, you know, I don't crave social media. I don't reach for my phone the first thing in the morning. It's, it's not part of my morning routine. But I reckon I just got really lazy. And I was just, well, I, I was. It was just a really lazy form of switching off is how I see it. Like I was literally using it to shut off rather than sort of really embrace the moment, be present, live in the moment, all those kind of things. And I found, well, I'm still in my digital detox and I found by redirecting my time and attention towards activities that are much more enriching in my life. Uh, and I've, I've found it that has really also nurtured my personal connections really, because I've got much more time for family and for friends. And I've also experienced a shift in perspective. It's made me really think about what my life is like, what I want it to be, what my future is going to hold, where my business is going. And I think it's because I don't have the constant distraction of Instagram and TikTok and all those going on that I've been able to open my mind a little bit more. And I've been able to reconnect with some of the joys of the offline world. So allow me to take you through my journey through my week uh, over my digital detox where, you know, books and reflection time and genuine moments of connection have reignited, you know, my flames of sort of fulfillment and, and self-discovery. Look, I'm, I've already started my journey of self-discovery. It started ooh, about 2019 when we moved to Australia and um, life was pretty shit because we went into lockdown. Uh, so I did a, well, I had, I went through this journey of self-discovery in the podcast, Women in Confidence is a product of that and has been a massive joy in my life. But yeah, allow me to take you through my week and what I've done and what I've learned. So one of the first things I did and probably one of the first changes I noticed during my digital, digital detox was the transformation of my daily commute. So I travel into the office uh, two, three days a week and it takes about an hour from door to door with a change of trains uh, in between. But instead of mindlessly scrolling through social media, I've started to embrace the opportunity to dive into the world of literature. Look, I was a rubbish reader when I was younger. Um, I think it goes back to, again, perhaps being quite lazy at times. But I've also found great solace in reading and books, uh, both fiction and nonfiction. So I've used my time on the train journeys to really go back into reading. Now, pre-detox, I was good at staying off my phones in the morning uh, on my train. So I'd close my eyes, I'd meditate, I'd just zone out. Um, but it was always my journey home uh, and that's where it always goes a bit pear-shaped. And so I'd start, I'd leave the office and I'd have really good intentions. But by the time I got home, I'd be like, I'd be kicking myself thinking, why didn't I just pick up my book? It's in your bag. Why don't I just pick it up? Um, and I haven't for, you know, once on my return journey, I've just gone straight into the zone of social media and probably shut out, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that are happening around me. But I found with my nose 
buried in a, in the pages of my books, I've discovered that my journey goes so much quicker, uh, which is always a good thing. I mean, my commute is not the worst. I get it, but it's always good if it if it goes quickly. And I'm also implementing the habit of picking up my book when I get on the train and becoming a reader rather than a scroller and really identifying myself as a reader rather than somebody who is just a person who goes on social media during the commute. And I think that's really important is that I'm identifying myself now as somebody who uses the journey to fulfill themselves rather than just to lose themselves. And this simple act of redirecting my attention has really reignited what I love about reading and that I'd probably forgotten about since social media came into my life. And I just finished a book called The Family Upstairs by Lisa Jewell, which was passed to me by my husband, which is um, just pure fiction. And I'm now reading Atomic, Atomic Habits again for about the fifth time. And that I think to me that I can't work out if I'm reading it again because it's now a habit and there the habit is just pick up Atomic Habits. Or I just need to continue working on the habit forming thing. I don't know. What do you think? But my goal anyway is to finish that book by the middle of the week. So that'll probably be Wednesday, Thursday. And then I'm going to start my next book, uh, which on the pile is Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport, which, you know, really, I probably should have read before I started my digital detox. But I'm hoping that by reading the book, it'll keep me on the straight and narrow and give me other knowledge and skills and really help with reducing my time on anything digital. So the next gift that the digital detox has given me is, is the space to explore my practice of meditation more often. So I've been meditating again since 2019, early 2020 on a regular basis. But, you know, I, I will set the intention that I'm going to meditate in the morning and then, you know, life and all that takes over. And then I sort of get to one, two o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn, what happened to my meditation? And then it feels too late and la, 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 la. But with uninterrupted time and a clear mind, I've delved back into meditating much more often and much more consistency uh, rather than just setting the intention and, um, yeah, really then just not, not really following through on that one. And this newfound focus has brought about a real sense of calm and clarity and that, that will permeate through all aspects of my life. You know, it's not just a question of just do it and then immediately change. It will, it will permeate all aspects of my life. And, I've realized that by cultivating that time and that, and the peaceful mind, you know, I'm so much better equipped to navigate challenges um, that come up every day because that's just life. And also just to savor the beauty of every passing day. Um, and also in, in that time, and I relate it to meditation because I do see it as, as a meditative practice, is I've also had a Reiki session with Monique at Anahata. Reiki, um, I've already posted about this on Instagram, but you know, I, I love Reiki sessions. They're just a really great way to reflect and to really delve into what's really going on in my mind. So for me, that's a form of meditation. So yeah, meditation has been um, something I've really picked up again on a regular basis in just one week. Um, I've been able to do it. I've been able to turn around and I do my med meditation in the mornings and I also do it in the evenings as well. So the next thing I've also been doing, and I believe me, I've been quite, quite intentional about being busy and distracting myself. So the moment I've had the reflex about picking my phone up, I've done something different. And one of those is to get outside. Uh, I've been very fortunate in Australia recently that the weather has been amazing, a bit chilly in the morning, but, you know, come 
the afternoon, it's been absolutely gorgeous. And so really disconnecting from social media has allowed me to reconnect with nature. So, and appreciate the breathtaking world that is literally on my doorstep. I live quite close to the beach. I live near parks. And so I've intentionally spent more time outdoors, soaking up the amazing sunshine we've had recently and just really immersing myself in what is going on around me. And I've had my dog with me, which is always great because I get the exercise as well. So, you know, for you, it's whether it's taking leisurely walks, you go hiking in the woods or just it's just a real pleasure just to sit in a park. Um, I found that some of those things that I perhaps didn't notice in life previously because I'd be my phone and not looking up. I've been able to some, see some of the details of life, you know, so the birds and pay much more attention to the birds or the fact here it's, it's autumn slash winter. So, you know, the leaves are on the ground. It's just been really a great awakening in many ways without sounding too woo. And then the other aspect that has come is more of a byproduct really, is that I've been able to connect with my kids a lot more because I've asked them to step away from their their devices. And if you have teenage kids, you'll know that is pretty tricky to do. And you know, it's not without challenge. And certainly I've had to have some quite they're not stern, but you know, some I've had to have some conversations with them, but it's helped us really connect a lot more. Um, so rather than aimlessly scrolling through feeds, I've been able to engage with them. You know, they they they're really sporty, my kids, and so I've been able to rather than stand on the sideline and be looking at my phone, I've been able to really engage in their favorite sports and to talk about it afterwards and be really chatty about how they did and didn't play. And also I've got to see their determination, their growth, their joy, their frustrations on on the field or on the court. And it's, it's brought, or it's reminded me, sorry, of those irreplaceable moments that social media just can't replicate. And, you know, I will never get that back if I'm just head down in a phone. So by being fully present, I've deepened my bonds and created, you know, some real lasting memories that nourish, you know, their spirits and mine. And my son actually said to me recently, he's like, oh, it's really lovely to see you watching me play soccer the other day. So he will remember that. It's a very small thing for me, but, I, you know, I was there and very, very present. So moving on to the next thing, I've been doing a lot more journaling recently. Again, again, instead of picking up my phone, I've been picking up my book, my journal and my progress book and really starting to uncover, you know, what's going on with me. What do I want? What do I aspire to be? What am I manifesting? What emotions come up for me like in the morning or at the end of the day when I'm um, thinking about how my day went and I'm really embracing the practice of journaling and self-reflection. So. I, you know, some days I don't write very much at all, actually, and but that's fine. I think initially when I first started journaling, I was like, oh, I should fill a page. I should absolutely have lots of stuff in there and I should feel all the feels. And But it, it's not the case. It hasn't worked that way for me. And so some, but some days, you know, that I am filling the pages and I'm pouring my thoughts onto the pages and capturing my emotions and my aspirations and my insights. And for me, journaling anyway, regardless of whether I'm in a digital detox week or just life, is a real act of introspection. And it's a great way to rediscover, you know, what really turns you on, what motivates you. It can really help you identify areas for personal growth uh, and cultivate gratitude um, for whatever's going on around me. And I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently um, in this sort of self-care, self-help, self-love space. Maybe that's I've just been attracted to that during this particular detox. 
but um, they've all talked about gratitude. You know, what are the things that you're really grateful for? And it could be something that you probably just take for granted in many ways, like the bed that you sleep in, the food that you eat, the sunshine, the the fact you have a great laptop that, you know, isn't constantly baking. It actually doesn't matter, but just really looking at the positive aspects of life. They're really great. And 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 the key thing for me has been by not immersing myself in someone else's life, which is really what happens in social media. I've been able to and really express some gratitude towards my amazing life. And you know, I'm very fortunate. And so, you know, I appreciate I I I should express a lot of gratitude for my life. So the other thing, and I've just mentioned it, was around podcasts. So, you know, I'm a podcaster and I've got my business around podcast booking. So I am completely loving the world of, of podcasting and being a podcaster. And so during this week, I've intentionally sought out different podcasts. They've either come to me through, you know, Synchro Destiny and I've just you know, gone on to Spotify and a podcast goes on. This one's for you, Vanessa. And I've gone for it. I've just been really um, open to it. So, I, but I have actually also actively sought out different podcasts that expose me to new perspectives and ideas and stories. And for me, the power of the spoken word, combined with the absence of constant social media updates, has really allowed me to absorb some of the information and engage deeply with some of the content. And I found myself the other day, like rewinding, rewinding, and listening to somebody say the same thing over and over again because it was so important to me and also I've, I've well actually I will be honest with you most of my podcasts have been female led podcasts I don't know whether that's just something I've been attracted to but yeah they've all been female led and so I listened to Gabby Bernstein I'm still listening to her and I was listening to her this morning and you know I'd, I'd heard of her but hadn't really hadn't really thought about her but now um, she's in my life, essentially. So Gabby's in my life and I find her really interesting. And she's got a lot to say that really resonates with me. And if I hadn't, if I hadn't intentionally gone into listening to podcasts or into my Spotify, I probably would have missed that. So it's great. I'm, I'm loving it. And, I'm, and, and also it's great for my business to really be open-minded to different um, podcasts as well. And I've also embraced the joys of gardening a little bit. It's just being outside, I think, is mainly the key thing for me. And what did I do? I, you know, cleared up the front garden and you pulled some weeds up, which, you know, to the gardening expert, you're like, what? That's not gardening. But for me, it was just great, again, to be outside um, in the sunshine and just um, in, in nature. And then whilst I've been outside, um, probably one of the most profound things really um, is to embrace being present and without the distraction of a smartphone. You know, I said, if you realize how much time you lost looking at a smartphone and losing time, like literally you're losing time when you find yourself just scrolling, 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 and not really absorbing what's on that that phone. When you look up, you can really sort of savor the the sunshine or the snow or the, you know, whatever's going on in, in your country. You know, for me, it's about being feeling the warmth on my skin and really just enjoying, just being alive in many ways. It's just, again, reminding myself of the fortunate life I have. Yeah. So um, the other thing um, I've been doing, and this is probably a byproduct of all the actions I've just talked about, is redesign my vision board. So I set up a vision board in 2022, and I've been really reluctant to write another in 2023 and actually having looking at I'm looking at it now I can see that some of the things on my 2022 board are still very very relevant and I still plan to achieve them it's just moved on a year 
But yeah, I've, I've redesigned my vision board and I've dedicated some time to envisioning, envisit, I can't say it, envisioning the future I desire. And I've revisited everything that's on there at the moment and said, yeah, that is still a goal or no, perhaps not. Your life is going in a different direction. And it's really allowed me the time to step back a little bit to um, infuse my vision board with some fresh dreams and some aspirations based on everything I've learned over the last 12 months. And this creative exercise is is such a great, I mean, regardless of a digital detox, and I hope you take away everything I'm saying in this episode is that you, you don't need a digital detox to do these things. It's just, for me, it's just given me the space and made me very conscious about the time that I have now and I use it intentionally. But yeah, this this creative exercise of, of producing a vision board, um, I've got a physical one, but you can do them online as well, has really empowered me to set some different goals and to really channel some energy into some purposeful endeavors, to really think and foster a new sense of direction and intention in my life. And, and really by focusing on those goals and those dreams and the processes to get there um, has really given me some focus rather than focusing on the lives of others, which is, again, what you do in social media is to help to me curate my life. And so I guess ultimately I get a sense of purpose and excitement about what's going to happen over the next 12 months. And I'm going to be running a little hashtag on Women in Confidence uh, Instagram page around, I give it a year. So together we can set some intentions for the next 12 months and then let's just update each other on how we're getting on and then come back in 12 months time. And once we've taken all those steps of change and all those really confident actions, let's regroup and say how far we've come and really celebrate how far we've come in 12 months. Because I believe, you know, believe me, you will have changed hugely, particularly if you're really focused and intentional about it. So, right, that's been my week. It's still going. It is still going. And I might even extend it a little while because I'm enjoying it so much and really finding a lot of value in it. But yeah, this week-long digital detox, although, as I said, it's not been a full-on holiday, is transforming my life in ways that I probably hadn't thought about and will continue. Like the the benefits of what I'm doing, I will feel the repercussions, you know, for months, years um, to come. And by redirecting my time and attention away from social media, I've really rekindled my love of reading. And I thoroughly encourage you to do that, particularly if you don't class yourself as a reader, you know, your identity, um, identify yourself as a reader and see what happens. So yeah, all those things, journaling, podcasting, gardening, just being in the present moment, spending time watching my kids play sports. Um, I just feel genuinely grateful. And I don't want that to sound really sickly, but I, I actually am. And it's just reminding me that life's really precious and it's found in the here and now. It's not found in someone else's life, which probably is probably, you know, made up or, you know, it's certainly created for the screen. Um, it might not be the actual real life, but yeah, it's, it's made me very aware of the, the here and now and in the relationships we nurture and the pursuit of our dreams. And I invite you all to consider taking your own digital detox and exploring what happens for you and, and what awaits you behind the screen. So if you decide to take a digital detox or you've done one and you found some benefits, you know, please get in touch with me at contact at vanessa-murphy.com and let me know how you get on. But also just check out my Instagram and TikTok pages when I'm allowed back on, when I allow myself back onto it. I'm 
and really join in, in this, uh, this new concept or this new campaign I'm running called I Give It A Year. Yep. So all right, my lovely Women in Confidence listeners, I'll leave it there until next time.